Hello and welcome to Strange Sound. I'm Joe. This is episode 72 of Strange Sound. Glad to have you with me. Here we are, another week. (laughs) I start every episode the same way. That's called consistency, folks. That's called continuity. You always know what you're going to get when you come to Strange Sound. Indeed. So, um, standard disclaimer. The views expressed on Strange Sound are my own. They represent the views neither of any of my friends or neighbors, nor my family members, nor my co-workers, nor my, my employer, nor anyone who follows me on Twitter, nor anyone who likes me on Facebook, nor anyone who, uh, let's see, who else do I run into on a daily basis? Uh, strangers, you know, on the street. They don't share my opinions either, unless by pure happenstance. In other words, the, the views represented on Strange Sound are my own. Um, Sometimes I make reference to other people's work or other people's thoughts or other people's ideas, and I try to attribute those uh, at the time. If I am delinquent in that regard, please do remind me. And, uh, you know, reach out and tell me that uh, I'm being a jerk because I want to know. If I'm being a jerk, I do want to know. That's an important thing to know about oneself. Wouldn't you agree? In any case, uh, my I know my mood seems a little buoyant today. I don't know why. It's been uh, it's been a difficult stretch of weeks, and sometimes this is the way I react is to sort of lift myself up a little bit and try to be jolly, even as the rain is falling. My God, the rain is falling too. We've had tremendous amounts of rain here. I can remember a day, I remember a day back in the day when uh, two inches of rain was a lot of rain. Um, not anymore. It's, uh, it used to be, wow, that was uh, an, enormous, an enormous amount of rain. Now it's Thursday. Uh, it's just torrential rain um, on a regular basis. We were supposed to get a lot today. This is, I should say, today is the, today for me right now is uh, July 17th. It's Saturday, and I'm recording this on a Saturday, and we were going to get a huge amount of rain today. So far, we haven't gotten it. Uh, we've gotten a lot of rain this morning, but not um, not the kind of deluge that we sometimes get. Sometimes we get lucky. And I think this may be one of the times we got lucky, though it's also possible that it just hasn't gotten here yet. I haven't been looking at the radar. Lord knows, uh, it appears that climate change is affecting us in this particular way, and that you know we're getting we're going to get these massive deluges, long stretches of no rain at all. Um, this year, it seems to be actually on the more rainy side. <laughs> than in than in recent years, um, and it's uh, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. I live a block away from a major uh, um, stream bed. Uh, it's called the Sequoit Creek, and it runs through our community, and it runs through several neighboring communities, and it has um, overflowed. More than once in recent weeks, particularly for people in Whitesboro, New York, um, which is 
a ways downstream from us. Uh, but it has uh, topped the banks here in the past um, several times over the, the past like 10 years. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a little worrisome. It's going to happen. I mean, we've seen all the video from from uh, Germany and uh, other places in Europe and in the United States. Uh, if you go on Twitter and you see this stuff, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, and maybe you've seen it yourself. It does happen. It used to happen infrequently back in the day, and now it's just kind of a regular feature of our lives. And it is likely to become an even more regular feature of our lives moving forward. But in any case, that isn't really what I was going to talk about this week. What I was going to talk about would be um, the thing that I wrote my blog post about this week. As you know, I've been reading my blog posts, my furious rants, if you will, my political rants that I place on my WordPress blog every week. And this week... My blog post is entitled, That's One Small Step for Money. And you can find this in text form at big-green.net. Just follow the blog link and click through to uh, what I call our Hammer Mill Days blog, <laughs> which uh, I believe the second post is going to be the one that I'm reading today down the um, main um, the main page, the landing page for the blog. If you click on the category for political rants, um, this will be the first. Um, so you'll be hearing this probably early next week. This is dated June 16th, 2021. And the name of this, once again, is That's One Small Step for Money. And it goes something like this. The increasingly crusty-looking billionaire owner of Virgin Galactic, Richard Branson, took a suborbital flight aboard a rocket plane last week. News outlets like MSNBC spent nearly an entire day's worth of airtime covering this monumental achievement and the presser victory rally that followed. So just to be clear, a self-obsessed billionaire essentially did what Yuri Gagarin did 60 years ago, and somehow it's news. Of course, there's more to this than spaceflight. On one level, it's a childish pissing match between three billionaires, Branson, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk, all of who want to conquer space. More than that even, it's a marketing effort helped along by drooling press coverage by everyone from CNBC to the New York Times. And of course, MSNBC. Don't want to leave them out. The Times article made note of the fact that the cost of a ticket on one of Branson's rocket planes rose from 200000 to 250000 since they first went on sale, perhaps dampened somewhat by a crash in 2014. For the vast majority of Americans, the Times correspondent observes, the cost of such a trip is out of reach. You can't get anything past these people. Not that the vast majority of Americans will be missing anything. After all, Virgin is offering a trip to space, not a trip from one place to another. It's basically a carnival ride for the uber-wealthy. And believe me, these people have no shortage of carnival rides as it is. Now, people might justly accuse me of being hostile, even abusive, with respect to the uber-rich. Fair enough, mea culpa. 
But at the risk of providing even more fuel for this accusation, I have a modest suggestion to make. Now that Branson has banked all of his free advertising from MSNBC, CNBC, and various print media outlets, there are ways that his little space enterprise might actually do humanity some good. If this media carnival around the flight of the VSS Unity has its desired effect, billionaires might buy tickets like hotcakes. Hopefully that will prompt Branson and his various competitors to start offering excursions to the moon, Mars, and other reachable planets. With Earth currently on fire as a product of their collective greed, our billionaires may be tempted to spend longer and longer periods of time on other planets. If that happens, all we need to do is bar re-entry. That would take care of our billionaire problem full stop. Or we could do the more practical thing and just tax the living piss out of them. That solution doesn't make for great television, but it has the virtue of eliminating unaccountable power in a very practical and doable way. All it takes is the will to do it. Love you, Joe. That is my furious rant for today. And it was prompted, really. You know, there's a lot of things going on in the news these past couple of weeks, and I don't want to... I know it's it's a bit superficial of me to concentrate on this thing, this virgin galactic flight of the Concorde, um, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, yeah, it's it's probably a little superficial of me to, to, to concentrate on that amongst all the stories that I could be talking about this week. I was particularly exercised over the... the uh, comments um, by Tony Blinken and others in the administration regarding Cuba. Um, I'm not going to get into that this week. I think I might touch on that next week a little bit. Um, But this, the degree to which they covered this on MSNBC last week was really shameful. They literally spent the entire broadcast day on this. I think it was Sunday if I remember correctly, and they just kept on it. You know, they they took the live video feed from the the spacecraft, you know, so that you could see the you know the vapor trail, and it it was it was a bit reminiscent of when Musk sent that that stupid car into space, and they they showed like the silhouette of the car against against the Earth, you know, when it was in an orbit. Um, this is just literally watching someone burn bales of money in a big pile. <laughs> that's that's all it is. It's just this big um it's just this big spending spree. You know, and, and they cover it like it's some kind of event. Like it's some kind of earth-shaking event. It's a billionaire getting free advertising and spending their money in public using this as a, as a kind of a platform for a reality television exercise of some kind um because afterwards and I, it, again i couldn't bring myself to watch this <laughs> for any period of time i glanced at it a few times but um Afterwards, there was this big rally, and you know, um, Branson up there with some other, some other folks that were involved in in the experiment in the 
excursion, if you will, and uh, you know, standing on a stage and talking, and it was just really revolting to me, deeply revolting. These people are, they're allowing to themselves. And their influence is completely outsized. And the fact that they are billionaires, again, I've talked about this before, but the fact that they are billionaires, the fact that we have billionaires at all, is an indication of what's wrong with our system. If you have a business that makes you a billionaire, then you're running it wrong. And I don't care what anybody says. I know a lot of people think of that as some kind of mark of success. I think it's a mark of failure. I mean, regardless of what you think of capitalism, whether or not you think it's a it's a system worth perpetuating or not, even if you're a capitalist, which I'm I'm not particularly, even if you're a capitalist, I mean I live in a capitalist society, but <laughs> I'm I'm not sympathetic to the point of view. Um, even if you're a capitalist, billionaires take advantage of what I would consider to be a flaw in whatever enterprise they're, they're involved in. They're not sending enough value downstream, directing too much value to themselves. They're deriving too much value from their enterprise. Particularly people like Bezos, whose workers are overworked, underpaid, and treated like shit at a certain level. Certainly the warehouse workers are. And uh, even though they deny that up and down, people peeing in bottles, that sort of thing. I mean, is there an excuse for that? Is there an excuse for the fact that, you know, someone is making literally tens of billions of dollars, you know, every time you turn around and they, they have a workforce that is mistreated and underpaid? It makes no sense. I mean, it shows the flaws of it's. It's not a. It's not a bug. It's a feature of capitalism, right? This is what underregulated capitalism tends to do. It creates mega rich individuals and families. I don't know. Uh, I consider it destabilizing because ultimately people are not going to stand up for it. They're not going to be able to stand, you know, watching this power accumulate unaccountably without any kind of check. I mean, how long are people going to put up with this, right? I always ask myself that. It's like, how long are pe- people going to put up with the fact that we have Jeff Bezos's out there and, and you know, Elon Musk's and, you know, George Soros's and... And uh, Bill Gates's. Um, how long are we going to put up with it? I don't know. But uh, it's illegitimate. <laughs> and probably the best thing to do is uh, confiscatory taxation. I mean, it's really the only instrument we have at our disposal. It has worked in the past to a certain extent. No, it didn't eliminate the rich, but it certainly uh, trimmed their sales a little bit. And honestly, letting people get rich to that degree is really allowing people to uh, to accumulate power without accountability. 
Because beyond a certain point, I've said it before, beyond a certain point, wealth is simply power. It isn't money anymore. $120 billion or $150 billion, thats no one has that much money. <laughs> that's really just representative of power, right? If Bezos were to ask for all of his money in $1 bills, you know, it, they could not do that. <laughs> it's kind of like he's, you know, he's handed a crown, you know, he's just like, they, after a while, they just give you a crown and they say, yeah, well, pretty much whatever you want, you can have it. Your money's no good here. Or your money is just, your your money is basically everywhere. There's nothing that you can't have. All you got to do is say, you want this and you get this. That's how it works. And it's insane. It's just insane. We are allowing ourselves to have monarchs. It's unacceptable. And I, I think that's, you know, what that whole um, Virgin Galactic thing represented to me was some effort at not only advertising his brand and his his um, space liner, you know, <laughs> business, taking people up on incredibly elaborate carnival rides, it's also just an expression of people's, you know, of this person's wealth. And he's always, Branson is always trying to make himself seem like some kind of, like, counterculture gadfly type, you know, Virgin Records and the whole thing. Uh, but he's just an arbitrary asshole, like all billionaires. They pretty much do whatever they want to do. He was uh, doing kind of like a li trying to do some kind of like live aid event in support of Juan Guaido down in Venezuela a few years back when they first started to um, really lean on the Venezuelan government. Um, this is the Trump administration. And, and again, to be fair, uh, that policy has not been departed from, even though Trump has departed. <laughs> We're still pursuing a policy of supporting Juan Guaido, even though he is not president of Venezuela and under no possible understanding of how their constitutional order works. Can he be considered president of Venezuela? But they are still acting like he is. Uh, yeah, at that point, though, a couple of years ago, when the Trump administration started really leaning on the Maduro government, um, and sort of blockading them. I think Branson was part of an effort to uh, sort of set up a some kind of music festival, I think, just over the border, probably in Colombia, which is a friendly state, right? Which is a place where people suffer a lot worse in a lot of ways than Venezuela. <laughs> but we don't talk about that because, after all, that's a friendly country. I don't want to get into this too much because I'll probably be talking about this next week, but <laughs> uh, our TV commentators do tend to give a pass to capitalist countries, regardless of how poorly their people live um, in a way that they would never do with a uh, nominally socialist government like, uh, like Venezuela or Cuba. Um, they tend to be a lot more harsh on those governments um, and 
evince more concern for their people than they do uh, governments in Guatemala or in El Salvador or in Honduras or Haiti, which are all sort of capitalist societies um, and have been, regardless of the ambition of the the people that live there, um, have been perpetuated as such with massive intervention by the United States. But again, I don't want to quite get down that road this week. Um, suffice to say that uh, Branson, the billionaire, uh, does more than fly little rocket ships around. He also likes to stick his nose into stuff like the Juan Guaido um, faux presidency of of Venezuela because he saw an opportunity to sort of paint himself as some kind of, once again, counterculture gadfly, you know, anti-hero, I don't know, loose cannon. Yeah, the power of love. (laughs) The power of bullshit is what it is. I don't know what else to say about these people, frankly. I could talk about Bezos's. Uh, I don't know what does he call the rocket that he's going to send up. It looks like his dick, basically. I don't know what his dick look like looks like, but it looks like a dick, um, which says a lot about him. Um, Musk, I just don't even want to comment on because he's just such an annoying and disgusting creature. But again. It's it's not so much the individuals, right? It's the system that makes them billionaires that is the problem. And it's the fact that you can accumulate wealth to that degree without without any kind of limitation. That is the problem. And that is something that we need to do something about. And I think it's, you know, it's kind of us against them, right? Because... <laughs> They have an outsized influence on on the way our governments work and on the way our societies work. They make a lot of fundamental decisions about how our society works that um, are beyond the reach of democratic control. To the extent that we have democratic institutions, and we you know these are extremely mediated and imperfect institutions, but. We should not have the equivalent of royalty, the equivalent of an aristocracy in this country. We should not have that. It's illegitimate. And if we're going to have a sort of free market system, so to speak, it needs to be heavily regulated. And it needs to be done in a way that will keep people from accumulating too much wealth and from passing that wealth on from generation to generation and from walling it off. Not so much because the money is needed by other people, but because the the accumulation of wealth, again, creates a center of power beyond the reach of democracy, beyond the reach of any kind of democratic control, as mediated as that may be. I mean, separating these people from their wealth is in itself a public good, regardless of what you do with the money. Because the money, in essence, is just a way of understanding things, <laughs> right? It's like money is is a concept. 
it's not even necessarily a tangible thing. It's just a, a concept of value. It's not so much that we need their money to do things. It's that we need to limit the amount of wealth that accumulates in the hands of individuals because that becomes a distortion not only of not only of the economy but of our society the ability to run our society in some kind of at least nominally democratic fashion it creates an unaccountable center of power so a bill gates can make fundamental decisions about how education is going to work in the United States. And because he's got so much wealth and is such a Bigfoot, um, he gets his way, regardless of whether or not that's a good thing or even a popular thing or something that, that people want. You know, his point of view prevails because he has tremendous wealth. Um, Jeff Bezos has set up a business that is essentially a marketplace. It's it's like it's it's basically a market. It's like a separate economy. Just as some of these social media properties are are like a public space, this is this is like an exchange. It's like a marketplace. Amazon is more than a store. It's a marketplace. And it, it drives, it creates its own rules <laughs> to a large extent. So, uh, in closing, um, <laughs> I, I guess my point is don't be dazzled. <laughs> I don't think I have to tell my audience uh, not to be dazzled by the Virgin Galactic uh, extravaganza that was broadcast last week. Um, this is just tiresome, frankly. Um, and yes, uh, it would be nice if we could just fly all our billionaires off into space. But the problem is not so much the individuals, as I said before. The problem is the system that allows people to accumulate massive fortunes and pass them from generation to generation and and more or less wall them off and use them to extend their influence over society in a way that is completely unaccountable. That should be unacceptable to any democratic society to the extent that we can call ourselves that. And I know it's to a limited extent, but we're trying to we're trying to increase the level and the reach of democracy. Um, that's our project, right? We want democracy um, to increase, not to decrease. We want to have democratic control over institutions. We want to have democratic control over the workplace. We want to have democratic control over our, our economy. And this pushes us in the other direction. So it's it's not a small thing. In my humble opinion. In any case, that's all I got for this week. I'd like to hear what you have to say. You can leave a one-minute voice message when you go to anchor.fm slash strange sound. You'll find the means of doing that. 
You can also reach out to me on Twitter at StrangeSoundPod. If you go to big-green.net and follow the contact link, you can find other ways to get in touch with me. Um, I'd be glad to hear from you, glad to turn this into a conversation. If you have pushback, if you disagree with me, if you agree with me, if you want to say anything, um, I'd be happy to have that included on the show. Um, Just reach out to me. I'm easy to find. Um, And if you like the show, please like it. Um, please share it with others. Please tell others about it. Um, retweet it. In any case, I hope you have a very good week. Take care of yourselves. Thank you for joining me. We will see you next time.